I can't count how many times this heart's been broken by love, by love. So hello everyone and welcome to One Single Choice, the podcast. My name is Samantha Davis. I'm 57 years old. I live near Dallas, Texas. Um, I just wanted to start a conversation from the beginning of this. Now, this podcast is is going to be a test podcast, uh, unless it's really good, and then I will edit it and launch it. I've I've written down some notes for myself so that I can stay on track and talk to y'all about everything that I want to discuss. I I want to also tell you who I am and why I'm doing this. Why now in, you know, my retirement years, I retired in August from a company that I worked for for 23 years. I loved my job. I was in uh, leadership. I was in human resources. I did training. I did a lot of that. And it was pretty amazing. I had a great job. But I I always wanted to do something that revolved around um, me and my experiences. And what can I do to help all of you to become a little bit more comfortable in the in your life? Um, you know, I spent so many years recovering. And I'm saying recovering because um, it took a long time to get over uh, my divorce and get over that kind of life, being married with a family and all that. And I feel like I, I wasted so much time during the healing of that and the recovery. And, you know, I think we all, if you're in a relationship at all, and it's any kind of long-term relationship, and then all of a sudden it's over, I, I do think that we all suffer a little bit of PTSD. And I say that, um, I, I use that loosely, that term loosely, because I worked with the military for so long, and I, I know PTSD is much, much bigger than, than what we feel coming out of a relationship. But there is still a lot of PTSD, and and I'm going to explain that to you guys. What I want to do through this podcast is I want to start the conversation. For years, we've all been taught, uh, you know, you're going to be in a relationship. You need to be in a relationship and have children and the family and very 1950s, you guys, right? Like, this is how you're supposed to progress through your life. Back then, women went to college to meet a man. You know, it was kind of set up that way. Well, I, I did things a little bit backwards. I didn't go to college. I graduated high school in 1983. Seems like a million years ago. I remember it like it was yesterday. Um, but I went to, school, to high school, graduated from high school. And then it was kind of always, uh, you know, just decided that you're going to find a man, you're going to find someone you can build a life with, and that's what you were going to do. I had big dreams when I was a kid, mind you. I was going to go into theater. I was going to, you know, I loved theater. I did it since I was eight years old, and 
I was going to, I wanted to be on TV and in the movies. I mean, that's what I wanted to do. And that's probably that a little bit of that is where this podcast comes in is because I can do a little bit of that just interacting with all of you and the ideas that I have for the podcast, you know, I can use some of that uh, to build on. But anyway, you know, when we get into a relationship that kind of molds our future, all the rest of the stuff, you know, your dreams, your goals, your aspirations, all of that gets put on the back burner. And you start focusing then on your spouse and your family we're going to get into, um, you know, genders and all of that. We're going to get into that later because all of you who are, you know, uh, they don't identify as female or male or whatever, you guys are, you have a whole other list of issues that you're dealing with. It's not just um, how do I live my life as a single person in a world that wants me to be part of a couple. All right. You know, the, that's what we're going to focus on. So I was married for 19 years. We were together about 20, 21 years. And I spent that whole time learning how to be a wife and a mother. And I, I really focused, especially on the mom part of it. And, and you know, you did a good job when in your, uh, your midlife or a little older than midlife, you start feeling like, wow, I wish I would have done this differently or this differently. Um, you know, you guys, those of you who can identify with what I'm saying, it's not that we did a bad job. It's just that, you know, now we get to do that with our grandchildren. And it's like, ooh, if I could have done that different, because I have a great relationship with my grandkids and I had a great relationship with my kids as well, but I was the parent, right? I wasn't the grandparent or friend. And now I feel like through lessons and through my patience that I've earned, I've worked for and earned, I have a better relationship with my grandkids at these ages than I did with my own kids. And, and I think because I have gone through all of it. I went through all of it. I know what not to do now, right? Well, having grandkids is the second opportunity for that. It's um, it's pretty great. If you know, if you guys, it, I I don't know if you're grandparents yet or not, but um, we're gonna explore all of that. But more about the podcast and about what it is to go through and waste so much time recovering from a relationship, and then trying to build a life after that. After my divorce, which took me a long time to recover from, you know, I, I do still have triggers. Uh, not as much now as I used to. I have a really great relationship with my ex-husband. And part of that is because of our children. We raised some amazing kids. You know, I see myself in my children and I so badly want to say okay you gotta you gotta work on that because later on it's not going to work in your favor you know and some of you can relate to that some of you can't if my kids are listening I'm not going to tell you what it is because you have to figure it out for yourself because I did I know people told me you're going to have to learn to relax a little bit more and I never could until I 
figured it out and I'm still figuring it out. But, you know, uh, the life that we built for ourselves and for our children, that safe space, I talked about it a little bit on my TikTok channel. I, uh, TikTok channel, my TikTok page and my YouTube channel. I talked about it a little bit because, um, you know, we build this life that we think is security. You know, my kids would go to bed. My husband would go to bed. I'd get the dog down even, right? And I would sit there at night and just be so calm in the peace that was my life, okay? It was the silence of the children sleeping and the husband sleeping. My dishes were done. The TV was off. You know, we didn't have cell phones then. I mean, we did. We had cell phones, but they weren't smartphones, right? You, you didn't scroll through any kind of social media because there wasn't any. So I'd sit down and I'd either read a book or I'd watch a show that I was kind of saving up for the alone time, you know, that you, you kind of develop that need for alone time. And in that peace and quiet, I was so grateful for what I built. You know, this was mine. I built this. I built, you know, uh, independent children who took care of themselves and didn't need, you know, they didn't need a lot. They, you know, my kids had such a great friend group that they, they played outside and they rode their bikes. Again, this is before social media. These kids played football and they, they got dirty and they got tired. They knew how to sleep. You know, now when you have kids, you're thinking, uh, they're up early. They're up before everybody else. But, you know, of course they are because they've got that, that addiction, that phone, um, that, that, um, electronics addiction, you know, that's where we live now. But back then the kids were tired. Yeah. My, my teenage kids would sleep till 10, 11, 12 o'clock, you know, and that's because they were wore out. They were so wore out. Now the kids don't know what tired is because they don't really do a lot to get tired. Now, you know, my kids have their kids in sports and, you know, uh, dance and things like that so that they can get tired and that they can feel what it feels like to be tired. But they don't really know. You know, they don't really know. So anyway, sitting in that that peace and quiet of the house and... Um, being comfortable in what I've built, you know, that's, that's what we're recovering from, from when we lose all that. Now, when I divorced, my kids were, uh, 16 and 17, uh, 17, 18 ish. So they were almost adults. It was so hard on my kids. My divorce was really hard on my kids and I, and I felt every moment of it. And I became a yes person because of it, because I was so worried about how it was going to affect them as adults that I wanted to take care of them and I wanted to shield them from pain. So I, I did a lot of yeses. You know, you need that shirt. You want to do that shirt. You need money. Sure. I mean, I did all that stuff. If I can go back and do it over again, I would change some things because during that time, I just wanted a soft place for my kids to fall. I did the best I could. I know it wasn't perfect. But I spent many years after that trying to figure out who I was. 
you know, I, I was married at such a young age and I became a wife and a mother. I didn't know who Sam was. That's Samantha. That's short for me. I'm Samantha Davis. If I didn't introduce myself, I mean, seriously, I've been wanting to start this podcast for so long that I knew it would be kind of a cluster at the beginning. I did all the things that people told me to do. I created a list of things to focus on and kind of go through that list so that I don't lose sight of where we are. But, um, and here I go off track, but I'm Sam and I didn't know I didn't know who I was. So at the age of 40, which was when I divorced, at the age of 40, I had to learn all about me. Oh, it was tough, you guys. It was tough because I always had someone else with me that could either confirm or say, you're an idiot, right? Someone who could say, oh my God, that was the stupidest thing I ever did. Yeah, that was the stupidest thing you ever did. That was my ex-husband speaking. Or saying, no, honey, it's okay. That's normal. All of a sudden, I had to figure those things out for myself. That's the hard part. That's the hard part is learning who you are by yourself. Am I the kind of person that can sleep with all the lights off? I don't know. I never had to do that before. You know, like, I never had to worry about it. I had a warm body sleeping next to me that would protect me from the boogeyman or an intruder or anyone that, you know, popped into my dreams, right? There was always somebody there. Well, all of a sudden, I had to figure that out. Can I sleep with the lights off? All right, there are. I can sleep with the lights off, just in case you're wondering. And and it did take practice. But I, I did some things you know, I, I worked for this company. I lived overseas when I got divorced. And I stayed over there when my ex-husband retired from the military and moved back to America. Um, and, and my kids went with, well, my oldest went with him. My youngest stayed with me to finish school. And then it kind of reversed. And both of my kids ended up in Europe and the parents ended up back in America. Oh, it was a cluster. It was terrible. Like I said, if I could do it again, I'd do it a lot differently. But anyway, I was living overseas. This was my com comfort zone, you guys. I had such great friends in Germany, and I still do to this day have great friends in Germany, and I was comfortable there. You know, the, you're kind of away from worrying about gun violence and break people breaking in you were in germany one of the safest places to me in the whole world right so that's where i learned how to be single oh i sucked at it because you know what when you first split up the first thing you're thinking is i gotta get into a new relationship that's who i am right i gotta find somebody else so i tried that oh i did it wrong I did it wrong. I'd go out and get drunk and I'd hit on guys and I'd, oh, I, I could hook up if I wanted to. I didn't. I didn't. You know, a little bit of making out maybe, but never, never crossed that line. I just wasn't ready for it. So I, I went about it all wrong, you know, so I crashed and burned a lot of times. And, you know, when you are newly single and you go out and you... You meet someone in a drunken haze, your hangover lasts so much longer because you are totally judging yourself. 
you know, oh, what a loser. And, you know, my my kids were back in Germany at the time, so they kind of knew what a loser their mom was. And I'll live with that forever because it was really an embarrassing time for me. So I gave that up and I moved back to America. And when I came back to America, I kind of gave up on the whole dating thing. I focused on myself, you know. I was overweight. I knew it. I, I did a lot of stress eating and, and stuff like that. So I focused on figuring out my own shit. This was what I was going to do. I was going to get my head on straight. I was going to focus on me. Learn how to be alone you know learn what shows I liked learn how to be in charge of the remote control you know for 20 years I didn't have the remote and I didn't know what it felt like I didn't know how to use it right I didn't even know what shows I liked so you know at the beginning we revert back to what's comfortable and what was comfortable was the shows that he and I watched together right and then I realized that I don't even like that stuff I started listening to, started watching reality TV. Yeah, that was what I like. That was my jam. So, yeah, you. I came back to America and I started working on me, and I realized that I was still in a place where I felt like my kids. I ruined my kids by divorcing their dad, and I really felt guilty over it. And I spent years, years feeling guilty about it, and. Now that they're adults, I mean, you know, they, and they are grown adults. They have, a, you know, they have children. They're, they're, they're grown adults. I'm not going to tell you how old they are because it always makes me feel older. And they understand more of what we went through going through our divorce and stuff. So it's, it's a lot less guilt now. I still do feel it sometimes, but not like I did before. Now it's about me. Okay. I, I did. I, I lived overseas. Um, I deployed to Iraq with the company that I work for. I lived there. I was there for nine months. Um, and then I, I lived in Japan, Okinawa, Japan, and I lived in Korea. And then I went back to Europe um, and then back to Dallas. And this is this is where I've retired. But Throughout my time in each of those countries, I learned a little bit more about myself. And I did go through several years of trying to find a man because I felt like a man was supposed to complete me. This is what was going to make me me. You know, I never really did find myself until I gave up looking for someone. And then it all it's all very clear now. You know, I did, I did Tinder and I did plenty of fish and match.com. I mean, I tried a few of those because a lot of my friends were like, oh, Sam, it's not as bad as you think. You'll really like it. You know, you should get on there and try it. So I did. And I, I ended up going out a few times and really I, all I kept seeing was, my ex-husband in these people and not that he's a bad guy because he's not and you know I, I've learned a lot about him and about who he was and how he you know what made him tick and how I aided that you know I assisted him in being the person I divorced so um but I saw him in all of these people and I was like I can't go backwards. I can't look at what I've done. You know, I got my master's degree during that time. I, I, 
I'm making six figures. You know, I was doing very well for myself. I, I learned how to live alone. I learned that I don't need to sleep with the TV on or a light on. I learned that I can live in a house and not an apartment. You know, I lived in an apartment for so long because I wanted to hear the noises of the neighbors. You know, that helped me sleep. And I wanted there to be people close by. Well, I've learned to live in a house and I love it. I don't know that I can ever go back, e even to a condominium. You know, I, I, I'm not totally against it, but I, I like it quiet. To the people who sleep with the TV on or with music on or whatever, I, I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying for me, there were reasons why I didn't want the TV on. I, I heard this one time. I'm going to share it with you guys because it may be helpful for you as well. But somebody told me why, one time, why would you sleep with a light on or a TV on and give the burglar a light to follow to get to you? You know, I, it was profound when they said it. I was like, oh my God, I never thought of that. Are you kidding me? You're leaving a light on. You're giving them a map to your bed. Follow the light. You're going to find Sam. Uh, yeah, so I heard that one time and I started sleeping with it off. I never turned it back on again. Never had a nightlight or anything after that. The darker, the better. And I did that because I thought, okay, they're going to have to either shine a light to find me or they're going to trip over stuff and I'm going to hear them or somebody else is going to see them going through my house with a flashlight or a light or something. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm such a hard sleeper that I it probably wouldn't have mattered. They could have, you know, they could have flipped on the lights in the house and it wouldn't have woke me. But I didn't know that about myself then. I do know now that I sleep very well and I don't need any assistance. Um, so you learn these things as you, uh, get better, as you start developing your life. And there are a lot of things I wish I knew 15 years ago that I know now. I also know to those of you who are going through a divorce right now or a breakup right now, and it looks like you're never going to recover from this. I want you to know it is a grieving process and you will be okay. It's going to take time and you've got to give yourself grace. I have to. You have to relearn everything when you get divorced. You have to relearn things. I had to learn things for the first time because I never lived alone. I had to learn things for the first time, like how to cook for one. You know, what TV shows do I like? How much room does one person actually need to live in comfortably. Okay, don't take my advice on this because I have way too much space. I don't need it all. I filled it. I filled my house with things that make me happy. But this podcast, and I know I've gotten way off track because there's there's so much that I want to talk to you guys about. And, and as we go through the podcast, as we go through... Um, I don't know if I'll do it in seasons. I think I'm just going to, I'm going to wing it for a little while. I'm going to do an episode at a time. I'm going to, I'm going to work on getting a relationship built with you and, uh, you know, send out surveys to people who I want to interview because so many people have gone through this. You know, you go through so much of your life 
And I feel like it's almost living as someone else. So I was a wife and a mom, and I had to learn how to be me. You know, I, was I a, a mom? Yes. And I was a good mom. And I know that now. And I know my kids loved and respected me. I know this. But I had to learn who I was outside of that. Because as your kids grow up, they need you less and less. You know, it's something, this is what happened. You have to go through this to get through it. You have to go through it to get through it. And you're going to understand it on the other side. And But I wish I knew a lot of things. I wish I knew that you don't have to replace a husband. You can take your time and you can build your life and who you want to be first. Do that first. I'm not saying I will never be in a relationship again. I am saying that for right now, I choose single. And I choose single because I'm still working on myself. I'm still getting to know me. Um, a couple of things that are are uh, new. I In the last year, I've lost 91 pounds. Um, I did it on GLP-1 medication. And I will do a whole episode on that. Um, or a whole, uh, yeah, episode. We'll call it episodes. I'm going to do a whole episode on that because uh, GLP-1 medication changed my life and it can change yours too. But there are a lot of things I didn't know about myself that I've learned just in the last year uh, on that weight loss journey. And I hate that phrase, weight loss journey. People make it sound like it's so good and it's so romantic and it's not. It's not. It's hard. It's hard. So it's like a weight loss trip. Uh, it's a trip. Uh, it's a weight loss road trip. You know that long one where by the end of it your butt is numb? Yeah, it's that. So it's not, don't romanticize it by calling it a journey because it's not. But I'm going to talk to you guys about that. But that's one thing. I'm still learning. But we're going to talk about things Things that help you get to the other side of your grief. Things that help you find yourself. We're going to interview people from a different, few different walks of life that are successfully single. What they do to fill the gap. Is there a gap? There always has been a gap, you guys. There's always been like a gap. There were times... Okay, but remember when I was telling you earlier about, you know, it was quiet in my house and the kids were sleeping and it was, it was beautiful, right? It was beautiful. Those gaps now, they're a little bit more frequent and you can create them when you need them, okay? Then you took what you can get when you can get it. Now it's something you create, okay? I create those breaks in my life and... I'm going to tell you that it is still beautiful. It's not as nice as it was then. And those of you who are parents right now, whether you're single or you have a spouse and your parents right now, you know what it feels like when the kids are finally sleeping and you've got that few minutes where you can just unwind and think clearly, maybe plan meals for the rest of the week or a grocery list for the next day or just kick back with the blanket. You know what I'm talking about. But but we're going to talk about a lot of stuff. We're going to interview people from different walks of life. People who have never 
been married that are successfully and happily single to people who have been married four or five times because they finally realize, you know what, maybe I'm better off by myself. They've, they've learned that maybe being in a relationship isn't a must to be successful and to be happy. Um, we're going to talk to people who have been divorced a couple of times or maybe just once. Uh, we will talk to um, same-sex couples. We're going to talk to um, uh, gay and lesbian uh, people who have who have been in relationships and are now single but are happily single and they've built their life. I told you before that their struggles are a little bit different because they've got other things they're struggling with, right? Um, we're going to interview people in the industries like travel, like um, food industries, people who have a bias against singles. And I know, don't come at me if you're in the travel industry. Don't come at me if you're in the food industry because you can go get meals now that are for one person. I know the company Factor is one of them that will deliver pre-made food to your house for one person. But I'm talking grocery shopping for one. You know, um, they don't package chicken for one. They don't package, package a lot of steak for one. You can get it now. But I wanna, we're going we're gonna to explore all of that stuff. I mean, I'm really excited about where we're going to go with it. And uh, I'm going to post this on my website. My website is timetravelcapitalwellness.com. I know it's a long, long website name. But once it's in your, uh, it's remembered by your search, uh, it'll pop up for you. But it's timetravelcapitalwellness.com. I, I hope that you will interact with me there uh, on TikTok as well, on Facebook, um, Instagram. I'm going to have to include all of those links on my website uh, just because I uh, I don't have them all built yet. I'm still working on getting that done. I'm still, you know, trying to come down from the high of working for 23 years and what I'm going to do to build this podcast but I want to thank you guys for joining me today and tell you that we have some really exciting things coming up. I did already do one interview with my niece. Uh, her name is Sarah, and she's just graduated from college in May. And um, she's just learning uh, how to be single and how to be out of the house and on her own. And we're going to talk about dating a little bit and, and how she's navigating that and how she's single and happy, but also kind of uh, going through uncharted territory. She's never done this before. So I've already interviewed her um, and I'm going to, I'm going to uh, edit that podcast a little bit more that episode and also post that. So you guys can, can get a listen to that and kind of see where we're going with it but uh, i appreciate you joining me today and i want to just say please come along for for the ride uh be fierce my friends and know that there is power in single you know there's there's a lot of power in um groups of people and couples as well but you are powerful you are enough you are enough in you should be happy. And if you're not, 
let's target the reasons why. Okay, I hope you all have a great afternoon, evening, or day ahead, and um, we'll talk soon. Be fierce, my friends.